Welcome, everyone, to our first episode of today's Autistic Moment. I am Philip King Lowe. I am the sole proprietor, owner, producer, and host for this new podcast for autistic adults by an autistic adult, and that would be me. I am so happy that you have joined me in this new beginning in my own life and for what I hope will be the beginning of some real social changes for the autistic adult community. This first segment of today's Autistic Moment is sponsored by the Autism Society of Minnesota. The Autism Society of Minnesota is celebrating 50 years of serving the local autism community. Visit them online at AUSM.org. During this episode of today's Autistic Moment, I will be introducing the podcast, why I am making the podcast, and about my format, and the topics I plan to discuss, um, about the guests I will be inviting on, and the questions I plan to ask in each show. Please visit my website, todaysautisticmoment.com. In my web address, Today's Autistic Moment is all one word, no apostrophe between Y and S. On my website, you will find more information about the podcast, about myself, and there will be an episode index on which you can find um, um, episodes and the links to download them. As I was researching other podcasts about autistic adults from, on my iPad, I saw that there were many podcasts about autistic children. I did not find any podcast about autistic adults that was not about some psychological research study or um, an organization that wants to, quote, fix, end of quote, autistic people. The opportunities for autistic children and their families in terms of social events, educational opportunities, summer camps, and so forth by supportive organizations are more numerous than for autistic adults. The diagnosis and treatment for autistic adults is a very new field. Up until about 15 years ago, there was, and sadly still is, a common notion that autistic children grow up to be neurotypical adults. In other words, once we're, we are 18 years old or 21 years old, take your pick, we are no longer autistic. Well, here is a newsflash for those who still believe that nonsense. It is simply not true at all. The number of adults who are being diagnosed with autism after the age 18 and up are on the rise. The information and resources for autistic adults needs to continue to expand. This is one of my goals for today's Autistic Moment. And now I want to say a word to parents with autistic children. You need to listen to my podcast. And the reason being that is that the issues that autistic adults are dealing with today are going to be here next year when your child turns 18, when your child is 31 or, or 44 or 52 and so forth. Um, 
Listening in on this podcast is a good way to get some idea about what the future could hold for your autistic child and things that you can possibly do to prepare them for what is coming. So please listen in on my show. On each episode of today's Autistic Moment, I will be discussing a single topic. Topics will include things such as evaluations and diagnosis, social interaction challenges, the many mental health disorders associated with autism due to the social stigma about autistic adults, employment, health care, community resources and services, and the conditions of those resources. COVID-19, the various sensory processing issues autistic adults experience on a, on a daily basis. The diversity among autistic adults and why we're all unique. Each autistic adult has their own brand, make, and model of autism. We are not a one-size-fits-all group of people. There is a term for those differences. That term is neurodiversity. I will be talking about self-advocacy, the aging autistic community for which there is very little information and resources available for autistic adults. Public policy issues, surviving the holiday seasons, autistic parents raising autistic children, relationships, the abuse of autistic adults, and there are many more where those came from. During each episode, there will be a guest who joins me to talk about the topic of the day. I will be asking three important questions in each show. Question number one, what important information do autistic adults and our caregivers need to know about? For example, what do we need to know about COVID-19 and how it is affecting the lives of autistic adults? Question number two, what are the barriers for autistic adults of all ages? For example, what are those barriers for autistic adults deal to deal with during the COVID-19 pandemic that non-autistic people don't or don't understand? What steps should autistic adults and our supporters take to advocate for our needs? This is my third question. And an example of this question is what do autistic adults need to do to gain the support for our needs during this pandemic? And how do we tell people what we need? Each show is 45 minutes long with two commercial breaks. Each segment will be about 13 minutes long with content. At the end of each show, I will feature an autistic community bulletin board with, with events and opportunities for autistic adults. After the commercial break, I will talk about what I will do and what I won't do on today's Autistic Moment. Stay tuned.
autism community, this is Ellie Wilson, Executive Director at the Autism Society of Minnesota. The Autism Society of Minnesota is pleased to support this new podcast, Today's Autistic Moment. Everyone in the autism community deserves access to resources. Deciphering information can be a challenge, and we are glad to be a part of this podcast designed to share voices of autistic adults and provide access to great information. Congratulations to Philip on the launch of today's Autistic Moment. The Autism Society of Minnesota proudly supports the Minnesota autism community. To learn more about our programs and services for autism advocacy, education, support, collaboration, and community building, please visit AUSM.org. life be great if everything fell in place. Sometimes our lives need a little rearranging. One of the most challenging times is when we experience a major transition, such as job exploration, moving to a new place, or simply when you are defining your path in life. During these challenging times, individuals can feel like there's a great river between you and where you want to go. Looking Forward Life Coaching helps carve a path to the destination that's right for you. Then lay the stepping stones so you can accomplish your goals. Visit us at lookingforwardlc.org for more information. Welcome back to this introductory episode of today's Autistic Moment. During my first segment, I introduced the show and myself. I told you why I am starting this podcast and why I am focused on autistic adults. I spoke about the format and the topics I will be discussing, and there are many more where they came from and the questions I will be asking regarding each topic. Now I want to give you my list of the things I will do and will not be doing on today's Autistic Moment. I want to be very upfront and clear and to try to avoid as many misunderstandings as I possibly can. I do talk slowly on the show. There are many autistic adults for whom it can take up to 20 seconds to comprehend what is said. So I am talking slowly to accommodate the autistic adults with those challenges. I also have ADHD and like to take a few seconds to refocus on what I am saying and to keep myself on track. I do support all adults on the autistic spectrum. I do talk about autistic adults and the autistic culture in a positive way. I do use identity first language, such as the words autistic adults, autistic community, autistic individuals. At the first virtual and joint 
State Autism Conference produced by the Autism Societies of Minnesota and Greater Wisconsin this past April. There were some excellent presenters who spoke about person-first and identity-first language. After thinking about what they said, I now understand that I am an autistic person. I am not a deficit. I do not carry autism around as if it is a briefcase that I can pick up on my way out the door every morning, bring back at the end of the day to set it down to pick it up. Being autistic makes me different. I am not better than, nor am I less than, a non-autistic person. I am a unique autistic person, and that is all good. I do support the preference of autistic individuals to use person-first or identity-first language as they work for them. I will have guests on my show who may use person-first or identity-first language. I do support the right of every autistic adult to fidget and stim in private and in public, use noise-canceling headphones, wear clothing textures, eat food textures, find calming spaces, and exercise behaviors that do not harm themselves or anyone else, which best suits their sensory processing needs so that autistic adults can live comfortably and with pride in who we are. I do support the right of every autistic adult to be free from the fear of physical, emotional, and sexual abuse and financial exploitation from any person, including law enforcement, family members, the medical community, the mental health community, and the general public. I do support better health care and community products and services to support autistic adults at every stage of their life. I do work for a more inclusive society for autistic adults of all ages, regardless of race, language, sexual orientation, gender, non-binary, transgender people, physical and mental disabilities, religion or no religion at all, as well as our caregivers and supporters. I do interviews that talk about public policy developments to help autistic individuals to be better accepted and accommodated. Now for the list of what I don't do. I don't support the long-held notion that autistic people are a deficit. Once again, this is why I use identity-first language. I don't accept the myth that autism is caused by immunizations. I don't use the words Asperger's syndrome or pervasive developmental disorder per the Diagnostic Statistical Manual 5, also called the DSM-5, approved by the American Psychiatric Association in 2013. I don't accept the use of high-functioning or low-functioning labels for autistic people. I also don't accept words like mild or severe forms of autism. And I'm going to pause here to explain why. 
When someone says that an autistic person is high functioning, the expectations on them are too high and their challenges get set aside. One example is that when an autistic adult applies for disability benefits or social services and says that they are high functioning, they are all too often denied services based on being too high functioning. When an autistic person is labeled as low functioning, there is a very damaging effect of presumed incompetence. This presumption is very cruel and devastating for the autistic person and their caregivers. We also know that autistic people with higher support needs are not incompetent at all. I don't accept interviews or sponsorships from people and organizations that claim that autism can be treated and or, quote, fixed, end of quote. This includes medical trial studies to, quote, cure autism, end of quote, period. I don't use or accept the use of words or language on my show that is considered vulgar or profane. I don't discuss politics, political parties, politicians, or participate in debates. Our autistic communities are having more than enough of that these days. I don't have all the answers or solutions. I host this podcast to try to answer the many questions about autistic adults that there are. It is my goal and personal hope to begin paving the way for a better future for autistic people of all ages through today's autistic moment. And now for our next commercial break. During the final segment of this episode, I will tell you a little bit more about myself and why producing this podcast is so important to me. Stay tuned. Support comes from Minnesota Independence College and Community, a life and career skills program for young adults with autism and learning differences. Help a young adult take a step towards their independence and a vibrant life. Learn more at micommunity.org. Hi everyone, this is Philip. I hope you are enjoying my introductory episode of today's Autistic Moment. Some information about some upcoming shows. One show is about autistic adults and the effects of COVID-19. My guest is Olivia James, who works in the Office of Communications and Marketing at the Autism Society of Minnesota. Another upcoming show is about neurodiversity, autistic adults, and her own brand, make, and model. Joining me for that episode will be Robin DeCourcy. She is a former 
educational specialist who worked at the Autism Society of Minnesota, and my dear friend. I hope you will join me for these conversations. Until then, continue to enjoy my introductory show. Thank you for joining me on this first episode of today's Autistic Moment. In segment one, I introduced the show myself, talked about why I'm starting the podcast and, and its focus, the topics I will be talking about in future shows, the questions I'll be asking, the format, and so forth. In the second segment, I mentioned the t the, what I will do and what I won't do on the show. This last segment, I want to tell you more about myself. I was born in 1969. I am a part of a large family that um, has been shrinking due to age and people moving on. I am now 51 years old. I live in Edina, Minnesota with my amazing husband, Jason. That's right, you heard me correctly. I am gay and happily married to a wonderful man. We have been together 11 years and counting. I was diagnosed with autism. At that time, it was called Asperger's Syndrome in 2011 at the age of 43. I was diagnosed by Dr. Mark Foster, who is now retired. And Dr. Foster, if you're listening to me, I just want to say a public thank you for the work you did with me in those first five years. I would not be where I am today without your work with me. Before I was diagnosed, I spent all of 42 years with difficulties because of social interactions, communicating with others verbally and non-verbally. I had very few friends all through my years in elementary school, middle school, and high school. My parents couldn't understand why I would rather stay home and watch TV most of the time or listen to music. This would be on the weekends, afternoons after school, on summer vacation, um, Christmas vacation, spring break. From the very beginning, I had a lot of difficulties paying attention and getting my schoolwork done. Um, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, my teacher told my parents with me nearby that, um, quote, let's face it, your son is just not college material, end of quote, and how they thought they knew that when I was fourth or fifth grade, I don't know. Well, I have a surprise for them. I did go to college, and I earned a bachelor's degree uh, in church music with an applied concentration in organ in 1994. I had a somewhat successful career, but I had a lot of challenges 
with communicating with my supervisors, coworkers, and volunteers. I worked other jobs. For example, I drove a school bus in one of the local suburbs here. And I also did some building cleaning. Um, I think for about 30 years that I worked jobs, um, I think I lost about 26 of them. Either I was terminated or asked to leave because the issues with communicating, co-workers, and learning tasks, and just trying to figure out how to manage um, meltdowns and overloads, it just wasn't working. Um, and for the longest time, I had no idea why. Um, ever since I can remember, I cannot wear denim, wool, or flannel because my skin is irritated by those materials. Um, and as I indicated earlier, I had no idea why these things were happening to me. I had no idea how this could be happening. Then, in 2011, I was diagnosed. And since then, I have been on a journey of learning about autism, being autistic, to better understand myself and the autistic community as a whole. Between 2011 and 2017, I felt I was alone in my autistic life. I felt like I had no community other than my husband. Um, at the end of 2017, I met Jillian Nelson at the Autism Society of Minnesota. I attended my first support group meeting for LGBTQ people with ASD. And right then, I knew at that moment, I had found other autistic people who understand the challenges I live with every day. Since then, I have attended the State Autism Conference and the Community Summit. In the fall of 2018, I earned the certification for direct care support for people with ASD from the Autism Society of Minnesota. I have given presentations at the most recent state conference and community summit. I work as an education assistant by helping to staff tables at events where Awesome is participating. I make suggestions for skill shops and informative opportunities and share news of what is happening uh, with the Autism Society of Minnesota on Facebook and Twitter. And now I want to give some credit to one person who really deserves my true thankfulness in a public announcement. Um, my good friend Robin DeCourcy. Um, she's now moved on to bigger and better things, but she was the one who took me on and believed that I could do good things at the Autism Society of Minnesota. And she is just a wonderful woman and great friend, and I could not have asked for a better person to give me a good start in what I am doing now. And now I want to talk just a little bit about how I came up with the title for this podcast. Um, I've written many posts on my own Facebook wall 
to talk about the various things that autistic people deal with. And I would title it Today's Autism Awareness Moment. And I, again, I would type out what I'm going to say and, and so on and so forth. And so as I was sitting and um, really thinking hard about what title am I going to give this new podcast? Well, I decided to take that title I've been using and turn it into Today's Autistic Moment. And that is why it is the title of my podcast. I am so happy to offer this podcast for the autistic adult community, our caregivers and supporters. You're all part of what I'm doing. I want you to join me in every episode. This is the best opportunity for autistic adults to begin sharing our stories and learning and talking about the challenges we live with and find some support through the topics we will be discussing. You are no longer alone in terms of not having a podcast where you can get some positive energy to meet those challenges on a daily basis. Once again, I invite you to go to my website, todaysautisticmoment.com. If you want to reach me, you can email me at todaysautisticmoment at outlook.com. Once again, Today's Autistic Moment in both my web and email addresses uh, are all one word with no apostrophe between Y and S. And now for today's Autistic Community Bulletin Board. The Autism Society of Minnesota presents their Winter Skills Shops beginning January 2021. Beginning on January 20th through March 31st, there will be classes that meet on Wednesdays virtually about human sexuality. Participants 16 years old and up will learn about sexual development and expression and engage in conversations about safe, healthy sexuality. Topics will include healthy relationships, safe and appropriate boundaries, consent, personal safety, private and public spaces, dating and relationships, hygiene and personal care, human reproduction, pregnancy prevention, and gender and sexual orientation. Once again, these classes will meet virtually on Wednesdays, January 20 to March 31st, 2021, beginning at 6.30 p.m. and ending at 8 p.m. There is a cost to attend. However, scholarships will be made available. 
on Tuesday, January 26, 2021, from 7 to 9 p.m., there will be a skills shop about guardianship. To have legal authority to assist their adult children in these important areas, many parents and caregivers choose to establish legal guardianship. Learn about the legal process for obtaining guardianship and how you can qualify for free legal assistance. Under the powers and responsibilities guardians have under Minnesota law and how successor guardians are chosen and appointed. On Tuesday, February 9th, 2021, from 7 to 9 p.m., the skills shops will be about disclosure and accommodations. Disability disclosure and accommodations are important for success in post-secondary and employment settings. As a form of self-advocacy, disclosure requires self-awareness of needs and solutions, as well as the systems and processes involved. Increased understanding in these areas can assist in promoting self-determination and achieving desired outcomes. Once again, go to ausm.org to find out more information about these skill shops and to register. Remember to visit the Autism Society of Minnesota online to search their resource directory and view their calendar of events. The second collaborative autism conference organized by the Autism Societies of Minnesota and Greater Wisconsin will take place virtually April 21st to the 24th, 2021. Visit ausm.org for more information and to register.